283 was a a lot of heartbreak um some questionable refereeing and we saw two fighters retire um one you know that uh Shogun was retiring obviously he's 21 years in the sport but we also had Glover Teixeira retiring after his loss to Jamal Hill but we'll get to that at the end I'm gonna go over obviously the main card um Shogun's fight and then give some of my thoughts about uh how the the card went overall so starting with Shogun being the premier fight on the undercard and it went pretty much how you think it would go when the young prospect is fighting the old lion at the end of its lifetime um yeah it just (laughs) it kind of just looked like that uh shogun had like a moment but you need more than a moment to win a UFC fight, especially when you're kind of over the hill. He's pretty old. I think he's 41 or 42, maybe even older. I'm not. I'm actually not even sure. Uh, let's see. Mauricio Shogun Hua, 41. Yeah. So, you know. It's hard to watch someone get old, period. Just in general. You don't like watching people get old, even though none of us can escape time. But when you see someone get old in an athletic sense, and when you started watching this sport, it was exciting. He was knocking people out. He was getting to knock down, drag out fights but the the demise I wouldn't say the demise but he started declining after he fought John Jones the first time in my opinion it's just you know again John's the up and coming 20 year old fighting a guy that already been in the sport for 10 years so even at during that time he'd already been in the sport for 10 years and this is 10 years later and he's still fighting so kudos to him for wanting to do this for so long i wouldn't say lasting because lasting would be a little bit disrespectful and knowing shogun i know he put his full effort into fighting because i i've i really don't think he'd be just fighting for the money and I don't think Dana would keep him around if he was costing the UFC that much money while also fighting on the undercard. But he went out. He didn't look very good. Even when he got knocked down, he couldn't recover. And he kind of just dropped to his knees and covered up. So I commend Shogun for his entire career. One moment does not define how your career went I mean he was a 41 year old guy that's been in uh let's see how many fights does he have professionally I'm willing to bet it's hundreds overall but when it comes to him just 
professionally. I think he was in the 40s. Let's see. Mauricio Shogun Hua stats. 27 and 14. So what is that? 37, 41 fights. That's uh, 42 fights and one draw. That's that's pretty funny that he ends on 42. I thought it would have been better on 41, but... 42 professional fights, all high level, a lot of big names. I mean, he beat Alistair Overeem twice when he was on every steroid imaginable. So, uh, farewell to Shogun. Ihor looked phenomenal, obviously. He too much. He overwhelmed him. Couldn't do much about it, and that's how the fight went. So, one last hurrah for for Shogun. Hopefully, he has a um, easy time in retirement. Finds uh something else to do. Maybe teach jujitsu or you know just a legend. So he probably has a world world in his fingertips, at least in the fighting world. Uh, starting with the main card, though, man, Johnny Walker versus Paul Craig. I would have not seen this coming if you would have told me this is how it was going to happen. I would not have believed you. So, not much has happened in the fight yet. They're still kind of feeling each other out, getting their range and stuff. First off, I don't know why I thought Paul Craig was shorter than that. I didn't know he was that big of a dude. Um, so that was kind of surprising. So whenever you have two tall people doing jujitsu, it gets kind of difficult because they're rangy. They're both rangy, six four and six five. So when both fighters have range, it's kind of hard to try and gauge that because whenever you have a shorter fighter, you can obviously keep them at your range, and when you're a taller fighter. You can get somebody to do what you want. But when both of the fighters are tall and rangy, it's kind of... You can't stay out at the end of your punches and kicks and then also try to get inside to get a takedown or something. So I I can't remember what Johnny threw, but he threw a kick or either Paul Craig went for a single leg. I, was, I honestly missed that part. But I saw the part when Johnny Walker was hopping around on one foot and knocked him out. I didn't miss that part. Um, It was weird to see because I'm like, why is he throwing? Why isn't he trying to get his foot? Oh, that's why. And he obviously had the reach advantage. And he kind of (laughs) just somehow generated enough power from one leg to knock him out. Uh, not much to say about the fight. Johnny looked good, but I mean, when you knock somebody out in the first round, you always look good. You never know what you needed to work on. Had Paul secured a takedown, would his jiu-jitsu have been enough? I don't know. All I can say is, hey, kudos to Johnny Walker getting back into the win column. I think I picked him. If I'm lying, you guys can tell me. I'm not sure, but it was a great, <laughs> it was a wild fight. Again, another Johnny Walker first round knockout. Uh, the next fight, though, Jessica Andrade versus Lauren Murphy. Um, I think the only time it was close 
is when they started the fight. Uh, so this card took place in Brazil. Johnny Walker, Jessica Andrade, Gilbert Burns, Davis and Figueredo, and uh, Glover Teixeira are all Brazilian or from Brazil. I don't, I don't know where everybody's from, but they are from Brazil, the country. And a little bit of me wants to say the referees wanted to let them shine because after round one, that that fight should have been over. Jessica Andrade should have been declared the winner. Lauren Murphy's corner should have threw in the towel. It wasn't even close. And it wasn't even close to where it's like, oh, she's a professional fighter. She can make it out. It was like, and I don't want to be disrespectful because I can't do what they do. I'll never be a fighter. Uh, I played football. Some of them may never play football, but I know for sure I don't want to get, I stopped playing football because I didn't want to get hit anymore. I'm tired of getting hit. And it looked like Lauren Murphy was a punching bag. And I can't remember who said it. It might have been her husband. Her husband's uh, in the corner. And he said, I know her, if she's able to fight, she's going to fight. That, But that goes to say, I and I always said this, you know, getting beat up in the ring doesn't make you tough. It doesn't show toughness. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't show toughness or grit. You became a professional fighter and you have more than one professional fight and you came back. And if you've lost before as a professional fighter and you still came back and then won after those losses, you're tough enough. You don't need to prove that you're tough by staying in there and getting beat up. Obviously, we know CTE is a thing. Injuries in general are a thing. And there's not much to say about this fight. Uh, I think I saw a clip of Jessica Andrade saying that I had to stop throwing punches so hard because her hands were hurting. <laughs> and as as the aggressee or aggressor, if you have to stop throwing punches because your hands are hurting, and but the person you're fighting isn't doing anything back, man, that's a problem. And I wish more corners would throw in the towel or, you know, concede defeat. Before it gets to that point, I know, and especially me as a competitor, I don't like to lose, but I know when I'm outmatched. And if my best is not even getting the bare minimum done, well, you know, I'm not too prideful to call it myself. But that, again, I'm not in the UFC. Never going to be in the UFC. And I don't want to get hit. So, you know, good on Laura Murphy for not quitting. If I want to give her a positive. But I don't, you know, I don't have to see you get beat up to know you lost. If you know you lost, you know, there's a clear skill slash power difference there uh we don't need to see that and i remember it got to the second round and i'm like is this fight still going it, it was that bad but good on jessica andrage getting back to winning ways again moving up the ranks maybe talking about another title shot who knows uh there's not much at the top i think it's just Whaley, her Rose, so it's kind of back to the carousel of 
everybody fighting each other again. Jessica Andrade came out victorious. Moving on to the next fight, Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Uh, I didn't know what to expect from this fight. Both fighters were good, uh, but when Gilbert took Neil down, it kind of just looked like a jiu-jitsu match where the guy from Brazil is clearly going to beat the guy from America. Uh, I think it was Armin Triangle. Let's see, what does it say? What was the actual finish? Yeah, arm arm triangle choke on top. Yeah, you know, not again, not much to say about this. This one ended in the first round. Uh and watching Gilbert do jujitsu, it was pretty clear that he is a Brazilian jujitsu black belt. You know, (laughs) so I'm sorry that there's not much action going on. I mean, I could replay or play by play his technique, but I'm probably going to lose 90% of the people that listen to this anyways to that. Um, But it looked pretty easy. He just kind of methodically moved through the positions and got his arm in and then squeezed. And it's... It's a game of, are you willing to take the heat, or are you going to tap out? And Neil Magny tapped out, and no shame. It was a tight choke. He got it good. Uh, the most exciting fight, at least coming in, Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. Uh, Moreno ended up pulling out the victory uh, via doctor stoppage. But man, I can't remember what what did it, but he got punched or Davison Figueredo got punched or kicked near the... Oh, no, it was a left punch that they thought was an eye poke. But it wasn't because he got the... He kind of got his knuckle into his eye. And I just saw a report that Davison Figueredo actually shattered part of his face and he needs a surgery. So, fight ended prematurely. Or I wouldn't say prematurely. It ended at the right time because that's what needed to happen. Davis, he didn't even look very good in the fight. In shape, he looked. But fight-wise, he didn't look very good. At least to me when I watched it. And uh, after the fight, Davison announced that he's moving up to 135. He's an older fighter, so I don't know how, what's that going to do. Um, is it going to benefit him so much that his age becomes less of a factor than um his weight uh that is yet to be seen but man Davidson Figueredo does have power and when he does a weight cut on point he's really hard to beat but Brandon Moreno is so skillful man he's just so skillful and he He's a nice guy, but man, that crowd did not like him. They were throwing stuff at him on his way out. Um, again, not too much to say. This fight ended in the second round, or second round going into the third via doctor stoppage in between rounds. Uh, that, but that was the right thing to do. He couldn't see, and turns out his face was broken, so there's no need, again, like I said, no need for you to take extra damage if there's a clear discrepancy in the skill at night. Now, I'm not advocating for people quitting for the sake of quitting, 
But, you know, if they're rattling off five, six punch combos and you really can't keep up and you within yourself know there's something off, then you might want to consult your corner and be like, hey, look, this is not working tonight. We got to call it. Uh, but then um, you get fights like the main event, Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. Now, the storyline coming into this was, is Jamal Hill a good enough ground fighter, grappler, jiu-jitsu wrestling guy to combat Glover being a great jiu-jitsu practitioner? And he rose to the call of duty and survived. Now, it's not like Jamal Hill wasn't in some bad spots. Uh... He got taken down a couple times, popped right back up. But, you know, if Glover would have had a position, uh, it could have very well been a a bad night in the office for Jamal. But I think in the fifth round or the fourth round, he got taken down and he um, reversed the position and got Mount himself. But I think even myself, even though that I picked Jamal Hill, I think... A lot of us underestimated his skill all around. Now, do I think he's going to hold the belt for a long time? I don't know. Because preparing for Glover to share it doesn't mean you become that good of a wrestler grappler. Um, no disrespect to Glover, but he's for, he's in his 40s. Um, again, he's been in the UFC for a long time. I saw a stat that he never left the rankings since the rankings were implemented for the first time. So that goes to show you what caliber of a fighter he is, but he's also kind of old. This is the he absorbed the most strikes this fight by far. Um he only completed two of seventeen takedown attempts. He kinda just looked tired, you know? He kinda looked his age and he got battered up pretty good. In this fight. But Jamal Hill man. A lot to say. A lot to want to see. Um, Depends on who's ready to fight. I think Ankalaev is next in line. To fight for the title. Unless. uh, I saw Yuri Proska did some interviews. But I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. So. He might be gearing up to get ready to fight he had that horrible shoulder injury and it's been almost two months since his surgery maybe a month and a half he said he might be out a year but we'll see he might be reinvigorated with a new title challenger obviously we wanted to see them run it back because that was (laughs) skill wise that wasn't Amazing, but war-wise, that was an amazing glad- gladiatorial fight between Yuri Prohaska and Glover Teixeira the f- for the first time. Uh, Glover Teixeira uh, retired after this fight was over. He said, maybe being too tough for my own good isn't good for my future. And that's, again, one of those things I always harp about. You don't need to act or seem tough to be a professional fighter. You're a professional fighter. You're a professional fighter into your 40s. 
You are tough. <laughs> you don't need to prove it to anybody. If you need to prove it to yourself, that's a that's something you have to deal with. But when when you're in there playing the tough guy persona, maybe it's time to leave. And he, you know, Glover survived the whole fight. He took 250-some-odd punches, I think, or 230 punches, 230 significant strikes, 248 total strikes absorbed. So it's not like he didn't go through the fire and survive, but... I think most of the scorecards are 50-44 or 50-45, which means he kind of got beaten to a pulp, (laughs) to put it nicely. But again, congrats to Glover Teixeira and Shogun Hua on their careers. Good on Johnny Walker and Gilbert Burns and Brandon Moreno getting in the win column. Brandon Moreno, once again, flyweight champion. Gilbert Burns showing that he's still elite. Uh, Johnny Walker, you know, uh, more to be seen. Obviously, he's still young. Uh, And again, this is another first-round knockout, so we haven't seen much change overall. Uh, But it's promising. And then Jessica Andrade doing Jessica Andrade things. I've seen her knock somebody out in real life. I'm not... um, Doubting that she'll do something great in her next fight as well. Uh, And that was a card, man. It was pretty good towards the end. Obviously, you don't like to see Davidson Figueredo have to be retired on the stool. And you don't like to see Laura Murphy get beat up for 14 and a half minutes straight. But overall, uh, the card was pretty solid. Uh, Next card is kind of going to be kind of difficult. I might really only watch the main event. It was supposed to be in Korea. But I can't remember. I don't remember what happened as to why it's not in Korea. I think they're doing it. I want to say in Vegas. Yeah, Apex, they're doing it in Vegas. But the main car is going to start at midnight. So might have to take a nap. No, I'm not going to be drinking for that one. I can't start drinking <laughs> at midnight. I have to already be drinking, but uh, we'll see. Derek Lewis is on the card. Always got to support my fellow Texan. And, you know, I'm also Korean. So, Jung Doon, Duho Choi, both Korean fighters, both great. Probably will watch those, but I'll do that on the preview show next week. I will do a s- small breakdown, even though it's just a fight night. I like, you know, I just like the UFC. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, that's it for today. Uh, Cyril Gone versus John Jones is still happening, hasn't been canceled yet. So everybody cross their fingers that this makes it to March. Uh, outside of that, ain't got much going on. Uh, I wanted to make some videos. It's raining. It's pretty frustrating when you actually have a plan, but you can't execute on said plan because the weather is not cooperating with you. But we'll get it done. We'll get it done somehow. Uh, so until then, it's your favorite uncle roasting you at the barbecue, Uncle Phil. 
and I'm out of here. Peace.